0: Broadcasting live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette. Two hours of sports talk like none other. Footnotes with your host, Kevin Foot.
1: Welcome into Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, you can watch a simulcast on Stadium 32.3 and 133 on LUS Fiber. The game hotline is 706-0111, 706-0111. I said yesterday this would be kind of treated like a Monday after a Saints game on this glorious... Glorious, glorious Friday. What a great day yesterday. Sports-wise, we've got, for me anyway, the Astros had a great victory. Justin Verlander. Man, it's unbelievable. I mean, I hope this isn't fool's goal because does he look good? Astros got a great afternoon victory and then chalk. You know, it, it, it it's just, it's unbelievable. You know, we said it how many times we've been obsessing or I've been obsessing about what could happen in the draft, and uh, it—we've been saying of all the years that they just need to, no Peyton Turners, no Caesar Ruizes, just do chalk. Now, I was very worried earlier this week that. Could it work out where when the Saints pick, neither of the guys that they want are there? They were obviously very concerned about the wide receiver not being there, so they traded up to get him. Of course, my heart dropped because I guess I was fearing the worst. When they when I saw that they traded up, I'm like, please, you, you can't trade your second first round pick. Like you just can't do it. Now, am I ecstatic? Would I have preferred to still have the third and fourth round pick and have Olave, who, by the way, I have already nicknamed Wes Chandler, uh, and Penning, who, by the way, we've already nicknamed Kyle Turley. Um, Yes, of course, I'd like to have the third and fourth round pick. With that third and fourth round pick, I was kind of envisioning picking a tight end maybe, uh, picking a running back maybe. Um, with those picks, and it's not going to happen. The bottom line is they wanted Alave, and I agree totally with their rationale. It, it, it's so nice. You know, I say this during the game while it's going on. When they do what I say to do, it, it's amazing how well it works. Um, And it seems like what I'm thinking and a lot of you were thinking and what the Saints were thinking were the exact same thing. And, and, and what I mean by that is I don't know that Alave has the highest ceiling. He may not. But what he was was the safest of all the wide receiver picks. The sa- It seems like you never know. I mean, you know, we all know what can happen. Bad stuff can happen. But it seems like he's the safest. In other words, the combination of great route runner, good teammate, you know, the high character stuff, which sometimes some of us roll our eyes on. But again, anybody who lived through the seasons, uh, what seasons were those? Four, fifteen, and 16, or 14 and 15, let's say. You, I mean, again, character matters. No question, it matters. And so he's the best combination of track record of being healthy, track record of being a good teammate and a good soldier, track record of speed, track record of polished route runner, track record of production. Like, he just was the safest pick with the highest floor. Now, his ceiling may not be as high as like a Jamison Williams, we'll see. But the problem with picking Jamison Williams is you just don't know what you're going to get right away. I think his floor is pretty low. It's possible that Alave's ceiling is not as high as Wilson or Williams or London. But London had all these injury issue question marks. I I um I I just think it was. For everything that this team has been through at that position, injury wise, over the last two years, it was the perfect pick for them. It was the best pick. We don't know how it's gonna work out, but it was best. So I think that was good. And and you just you had to pick an offensive tackle. Most of us believe that. Not everyone believes it, but most of us thought that and believed that and, and they got it. And he's he I'm, I'm telling you, he's Kyle Turley. This cat. I think I think he's a I don't think Kyle Turley was a genuinely nice person. I think this guy's probably a nice guy, but he's got he's got he's got that mean, crazy streak that Kyle Turley had. Mean, crazy streak, and uh, that's not that's not so bad as long as he controls it. You know, they they talked about it last night after the Saints picked him that he plays after the whistle, way after the whistle. They'll have to correct that. And, and Kyle Turley. It was known for playing way after the whistle at times. But, um, no, it was – look, chalk happened. You know, most – And now, I don't know. I've heard some people argue Alave would have been there. We just don't know that for sure. I mean, you can say it, and it might be true. We'll never know. But – where they are right now, I think that it was more important for them to get the two guys they wanted than to take the chance of like was Burks next next on their list? I don't know. Maybe Burks was next on their list. Uh, we'll see. But well, we won't. We may never know. You, you you know because a team comes out after the draft or the day after like today after the first round and so. Or when the draft's over and says, well, we would have picked, you You don't know what they'd have done. So much of that is just sounds good. Because I think sometimes it's true when teams say, well, we had so-and-so ranked way higher or we had him top 10. I think some of that's just make it to make the pick look good. Some of that's PR stuff. So the bottom line is most of us wanted Alave or someone real close to that and pinning or cross, but again, cross went to Seattle just like I thought all along that he would, uh, like a lot of people thought. Um, and so it, 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 it's hard to argue with, with what happened. It, 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 there's no look, I am still in total shock. I had one quarterback in my mock going in the first round. And that was Willis, thirty-two to Detroit. But I said at the time, I really thought Detroit would trade up to get a quarterback, but they didn't. They traded up to get the high ceiling wide receiver Williams. Um, I am shocked that the Steelers picked a quarterback. I know, I know, everyone had it. I uh, I I can't believe he fell for that baloney, uh, and he picked Bobby Scott. Mike Tomlin, as old school as it gets, who was in the playoffs last year, picked Bobby Scott in the first round. I, I, I'm I still completely shocked by that. But I am not shocked that the Falcons – I had the Falcons picking Wilson in terms of getting mock drafts right. The Falcons messed me all up. If they'd have picked Wilson, I'd have got a ton of them right. I still got a decent amount right. I didn't even count. But uh, it was so hard to keep track when they started making all these trades after trade after trade. I'm like, ah. Uh, keeping score on a mock draft becomes total chaos at that point. But um, we um, – but – I you know, I, I didn't think Seattle would pick a quarterback. I didn't think the Arnolds would pick a Well, I thought for most of it, but it hit me last week, the Arnolds ain't picking a quarterback. And the Falcons not picking a quarterback. So things went tremendous. And again, the winner of the draft, and this is what I think so many people are missing in this process. They might say it, but they don't really get it. The winner of the draft was who? If you had to name the one... Clear-cut winner of the draft. And there was more than one winner, let's be honest. It was the Jets, the Jets of all team. The Jets statistically had the best day one of a draft in the history of the draft. I mean, it's not even arguable. Now, that I'm talking about the day after the draft. Obviously, 10 years from now or five years from now, we'll have a better idea if it really works out that way. But the Jets had, statistically in terms of where guys were ranked, they got like three top 12 picks ranked. The Jets had the best. They won the draft. What conference do the Jets play in? The AFC. And they're one of the have-nots. So even the have-nots in the AFC are getting better. (laughs) It's just unbelievable. I love it. I love it. I I I'd rather I'd rather an AFC I have not AFC team win the draft overwhelmingly win the draft as opposed to a borderline or slash have not NFC team. The AFC got better again. Now the NFC got a little better because I think the Giants did a good job. I don't know. Did anybody else in the NFC do good do a good job? I guess I didn't totally analyze that yet, but who else jumps out at me? Like who else did better? In the I think the Giants got better, but they don't, they had to get better. They had two what top seven picks. I don't know that. I, I think Seattle got better, but I don't think they. But that was more of a need pick than a like difference huge difference maker pick. I I, I just I think too many people. And of course they've been doing that for over a year now. I've been sleeping on the opportunity that is facing the Saints. And what a great job by trying to seize the moment, Carpe Diem, by drafting. Uh really, it doesn't always work out this way. It just doesn't. Like the combination of need and talent and all of that kind of come came together. And in most drafts, it doesn't come together. It, it was – if we said it over and over again over the last month. This just – it had all the makings of if you ever were going to do chalk, this was the year to do it. No Peyton Turners, no Cesar Ruiz's, no trading up for Davenport's. None of that stuff that most people or, – or all of us – it was chalk time, cat. That's what it was, chalk time. And the Saints responded. So that was uh, tremendous. Um and the Steelers of all team picked Bobby Scott in the first round. I still cannot believe that. I cannot believe, but it it it, it happened. Um, so just tremendous. I um when when they traded up and we I'm sitting here having to watch an ex-Falcon Tony Gonzalez talk, Like, why are you talking about this right now? This, they're about to tell me who the Saints are picking. What in the world was I watching there? Like, shut up, dude. Let's take the pick. Why am I watching a Falcon talk to me when the Saints are about to pick? Can someone explain to me why that was? Oh, man. I was like, you got to be kidding me. So that whole time I'm thinking, well, at the time I was worried that they were going to give up a number one pick. I'm like, you cannot give up your number one pick, please. The only player at that point, to me, that had the value to give up a number one pick, which fortunately they didn't give up their number one or their number two. But at the time, I didn't know what was going on, for sure. And so, um, I was like, they, they got to be going for the safety. I mean, I... You know, because he's the highest value. I, I said, well, it makes sense. Maybe they had him top five on their board, which I'm sure a lot of people did in terms of just grading, although some people just don't like picking the safety position. But, man, I'm like – so I'm like – and then, you know, they, they gave up a three and a four, which I don't like. I, I really wanted to have those picked, but they got the wide receiver. So, it, you know – it, you know, if they'd have given up a one or a two and to pick a wide receiver, man, I, I don't think I'd have liked it as much. But they gave up a third and a fourth. And they got the receiver that they needed in terms of the game and the draft game, which in the end means nothing. But when you're going through the draft, it seems like it's, it's significant. Just tremendous. Just Tremendous. All right, let's do this. We don't we, we're late at the end of the first segment. So um, instead of taking a phone call on the hotline, let's take a timeout. We'll come back in that way. We can um, give the phone calls the full not have to cut them off real quick. So we'll do that. We'll take a timeout. You think Tony Gonzalez is still talking? Tony Gonzalez. I mean, I don't really hate the guy, but he played for the Falcons. Why is he talking when when this bozo is about to tell me who I'm picking? The Saints' future was on the line, and I'm watching a Falcon run in his mouth. Man, they were driving me crazy with that. All right. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back with more on the game. 1037 Lafayette, 104 One Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station. Do you ever wonder what kind of coach Foot would have been? When they hit it to you and you're in the major leagues, you catch the ball. That's the way that works.
0: Yeah, he may be better suited for talking sports than coaching them. Back to footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station.
1: Welcome back to FootNotes, Kevin Foot 01037 Lavia 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station on this glorious, glorious Friday morning. Phone number or the hotline is 706-01. 706-01. If you would like to get in, uh give us your impressions of what happened last night, uh, even if you don't like the Saints draft, I'd be willing to listen to you. I we probably won't agree, but. I'd be willing to listen and, and, and discuss it for sure. Want to tell you LSU Georgia, big SEC series scheduled to begin tonight. First pitch six thirty, and that can be heard right here on the game one zero three seven Lafayette, one zero four one Lake Charles. Let's go to the game hotline. Hello.
2: Hey, it's good to hear you in a good mood.
1: Oh man, this is uh, that was tremendous, tremendous.
2: Well, look, they uh, they did it backwards, but they got the guys we wanted them to get or thought would they get anyway. Um, so it's it's kind of hard to complain. I personally would have gone Jameis Williams by trading up for a wide receiver. Uh, I just think he's got more long-term upside, but I get the need, and I think Olave is a good fit in our offense, especially with Jameis at quarterback. I just think he's a number two receiver, which again, you need a number two receiver. So I'm not
1: complaining, I, but I, but I don't think that matters. I, I I think he is a more complete receiver than Jamison Williams, and I think he's safer. He does more things yeah. well.
2: Definitely safer, and again, you don't have the injury concerns. I, I have a problem with a guy that broke 11 tackles in his entire college career i mean that's not a lot he literally broke just 11 tackles when you break tackles what do you
1: do what do you do when you break tackles
2: i'm i'm just i'm worried about him getting off the line too with nfl corner well that
1: might that might be that might be an issue but when you break tackles you fumble the football give me the first down and go down cat go down
2: it's also you don't have to break tackles when you're running past people, you know, so, and that's what we got is we got a legitimate burner on the outside and teamed with Michael Thomas. I get it. Uh, so look, and and I'm one that thinks grading draft picks is kind of silly the day after what I grade is the process. And the one thing we cannot deny is the saints read the room, right? They traded up. They were ahead of the run on wide receivers and they traded up and got the one they wanted. And you can't fault the team for that. I thought they'd pick the tackle. Unlike me, they, they had the scouting right, and they said, let's get the receiver now, and there's a chance the tackle will fall to us. And it happened. There is no way Alave falls to them at 19. So for that, I give them an A+. I think they read the room right and made the moves necessary to get ahead of the curve. And it doesn't matter what I like. What matters is what they like, and they obviously got the receiver they wanted because they pretty much had their pick of the litter. Other than, I mean, Wilson would have been nice. I think he's a little bit more complete receiver too. But they got the guy they wanted. And I think needed. he's more They're dangerous, different. but
1: I don't think he's more complete. I, I, I so, think yeah, I, I think West does more things than all these t- people. But 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 anyway, again, we're splitting hairs. They, they, they just need to. They just need him to be healthy, and and I think he has a history of that. And, again, the character issue is a big part. They don't like diva receivers.
2: Amen, brother. And somewhere along the line, Michael Thomas turned into one. But think of what he was before he was a diva. He was a stud. So, man, we love the Buckeyes, don't we? (laughs) It's amazing the connection the Saints have with Ohio State. So I look, love the Buckeyes.
1: I, I've like i don't love them, but I've liked the Buckeyes since Cornelius Green. And I, I think they got the coolest-looking uniforms in college football. So I got no issues with Buckeyes.
2: We got two guys that can legitimately start from day one. And, oh, I don't—I uh, don't, don't
1: expect Penning to start on day one. No, I don't, I don't think, think that's going to happen. No, I will? I don't. I
2: think they're going to plug him in and, and suffer the growing pains. I think he's the best left tackle we got on the roster right now. So.
1: I don't, uh, I don't, mad. I don't expect him to start game one, but we'll see. Got to go to camp first.
2: Got it, man. I'm excited that we get brisker at safety in round two, and and as much as like you said, you want a third and a fourth. We actually came out ahead if you look at the draft chart. The 11th pick was worth 1,250 points, where the 16th was ranked a thousand, but the 98th was ranked 108 points, and the 120th pick was 54 points. So we gave up 1162 to get 1250. So according to the chart, we came out ahead. It just seems like an awful lot, but again, you get your safety in round two, and they've addressed the three biggest area needs on the team, and you got to call that a success. We'll just see what kind of players they are over the next three years. All right, let me
1: get to another caller. Yes, it's outstanding. Thanks, Joey. Peace, brother. All right, let's see what our how did our man Manny handle the evening?
3: Oh, Kevin, how could you how could you handle it? I mean, if I just would have had some champagne and some caviar, or, uh, you know, whatever, I just would have been on cloud nine, you know.
1: The only way it could have got better is if they didn't have to trade to make it happen. Right. But you, oh, yeah. but I that's guess, quibbling probably, over I details. Mean, we weren't going to yeah. get, yeah. you
3: know, like, it's pretty obvious now that we weren't going to get Olave uh, at sixteen. I, you know, I, I, I didn't want. I, I hate to lose the third round pick also, but uh, you know. Uh I just okay, uh, so I mean I think it's a slam dunk. I think Olave is ready to play day one. I think uh that uh our boy doesn't need to play day one, you know, to tackle, I I think Hurst is very capable. So I think it's a slam dunk. Okay, so what about today? what, what what's gonna happen?
1: Well, I've been trying to do the numbers, and and I've been trying to say there are 16 players. I mean, as is. I mean, we all know things can change with trades after last night. But as is, there are 16 picks that have to be made before the Saints pick. I'm trying to come up with 16 names other than the guys that would get me really excited. Um See, I, I'm not as freaking out it's tight end as most, but I understand the concern. So not counting Go Brisker on. or Brisker yeah. or Petrie, the two safeties, or right. Hall, the running back, which many of you may not want him, but, boy, I, w- I would be so excited if they got him. Me too. Very much. Very excited. And McBride, the tight end. So I'm trying to come up with 16 guys that I think right. might be picked before any of those four. And right now I'm on 15, so – I don't know. I, I don't, you know, but
3: I don't yeah, know. What- i tell you what, Kevin, I, I like all those picks. Uh, another guy I like, uh, but I don't think he'll be there. I think he's going to go. Big defensive tackle. Not a great area of need, but, you know, kind of big ball from uh, Connecticut. I think Jones, Travis Jones, he supposedly is uh, top notch, you know. So, uh, but, every, of course, every doggone Mark Drabd this morning has quarterback, 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 quarterback.
1: But that's good.
3: You know, we we want and you know, look. No, I'm I, talking about for the Saints. Talking about. Oh come uh, on
1: now, no, no, Howell, no, no, Baker Mayfield, no, no, no,
3: poor Baker Mayfield. No, 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 uh, uh, Now listen, if I had, I could live. I mean, I could live, obviously, but if I had to have one, I think Corral's the most. Likely to succeed. I really, him and the ball from Cincinnati, I think, or, 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 you know, could both probably, will both probably play in the NFL and be, uh, you know, a starter in the top 32, which, I mean, we already have one, so I don't know why you need that, but I'm just saying. Uh, but, uh, you know, that, okay, Kevin, you know, you remember you used to call your boy. Kyle, you, you put that A on the end of his name, Kyle Tucker, and you called him Hickeby Crane. Yeah, oh,
1: man, Icky's, Icky's coming through of late.
3: Man, Kevin, you know, one thing I want to say, I think he grew into his neck. When he was young, when he first came up, he might have had the longest neck in the history of baseball players. <laughs> and, uh, he, listen, he's coming through, man. When I, when I saw that yesterday, I said, man, Kevin is just living right. And then... When we picked the two picks, the night in, I said, "Kevin's in heaven." I mean, you know, uh, how much better could it be? You know,
1: that was that was tremendous. Right. And boy, does Verlander right, Kevin, look good, hey, Manny.
3: We get a we get another player tonight, and we'll be set to go, man. Absolutely. Y'all have a great day. Thank
1: you. You too. No, look, uh, this quarterback stuff. Can people just stop with that? Stop, stop with that. But. Um, but I but I, but I think there will be a little bit of a quarterback run. So, if you're a Saints fan, and you're in my mind, what you need to be rooting for today, and Manny jumped the gun a little bit. I was going to do that next hour, but that's okay. It, 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 it's what's on my mind right now, so we might as well do it now. But you want quarterbacks and cornerbacks and defensive tackles. It's not like I don't like these defensive tackles because I do. It, but, but I think that, you know, the Saints have addressed it. Now, I'm not saying they can't get better. They can't. These defensive tackles are probably better than what – but the Saints addressed defensive tackle in the offseason with a couple signings. And so I don't think the depth there – I think the depth could be improved upon, but I don't think it's critical. And so if they get these – you know – um Tim Detaye was talking about that with Raymond about how there's a, there's three or four defensive tackles that are really good. And so, you know, Hall and, and Jones, uh, to name a few. So I hope those guys get picked. I really think Seattle, Seattle has the 40th and 41st pick as of now. Uh, it would not shock me at all if Seattle trades up in and in, in picks Malik Willis at the very top, which is fine. That's what I want to happen. Uh, that's good. And so I think it'd be nice if two quarterbacks got taken. It'd be, you know, in and, and uh a couple of these defensive linemen, a couple of these edge guys, the guy from Michigan, the edge guy from Penn State. We need a we need two or three edge guys picked. Uh we need two or three cornerbacks picked, like Booth is probably gonna go. Gordon may go. Uh, I hope all of that happens before, and so the Saints have their picket of the litter. Whether they, man, can they, if Brees Hall is there, can they really say no to Breeze Hall? I, I don't think Brees Hall is going to be there, but what if he is? And I, I don't know who they like more out of Brisker and Petrie. Again, the problem with give, with, with get the. The only downside to trading your third and fourth round pick. And by the way, they didn't really trade their third and fourth round pick. They traded two fourth round picks. That's really what they traded. Because their third round pick was really a fourth round pick. So they really traded two fourth round picks. Um, So they traded their two fourth round picks. They probably, if they want a tight end, they they would have maybe been able to pick a tight end there if they really wanted one. They might have to reach just a hair to get McBride, and then that way, you know, you better be able to sign. Look, they have to get a safety. If they have a free agent guy in mind, that's fine. But they have to add another safety, whether it's in the draft or free agency. So we'll see how that plays out. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back and take more of your phone calls. On the other side, again, the game hotline, 706-0111, 706-0111. Trying to get to 16 names that could go before the Saints can get what I want them to pick. We're getting there. We're we're getting there. We'll be back on the game, 1037 Lafayette, 104-1 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station.
0: How much does foot despise the San Francisco 49ers? Well,
1: you be the judge. I love turning 50 because I was no longer a 49er.
0: Back to footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station.
1: Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. 103.7 at La 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Want to tell you about Astro Weekend Getaway. Astros Rangers, May the 21st. To get eligible to win the Astro Weekend Getaway, you just need to go to the website, join the game, Clubhouse, 1037thegame.com, or 1041 thegamecom You could score four tickets, a ballpark t- tour, a Minute Maid park, hotel accommodations, that Saturday night, all part of the Astro Weekend getaway, powered by Butcher Air Conditioning, La Meridian, Houston Downtown, and the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Again, the game hotline is 706 0111. 706 0111. If you would like to get in, you know, any impressions about the Saints last night, coming up, or any other team? Again, the Jets were the big winner, but man, the Saints were definitely on that list of. Um, of winning, I think, uh, the draft, day one anyway. We'll see what happens as we try to analyze what could happen. 49. What's that? Frank Watlet. Let's go to the game hotline. Hello. Hey, Kevin. Howdy.
4: Okay. So sitting down watching the draft last night, right? So same straight up. But we're all getting tense trying to figure out, okay, who could it be? Um, who Who did we jump? I think Minnesota. Uh, I don't remember who he went in front of anyways. So we're sitting there, and it's just, this is a complete, like, Roger Goodell move. He runs what feels like a five-minute commercial in front of, you know, right in between when we're we're picking. I'm just, you know, get the, like you say get him off my TV. I I don't want to, you know. Yes. It's not like, it wasn't just that. He just kept going on and on.
1: Yes, it was very frustrating.
4: It, and then, like our second pick, they ran another commercial too. Oh. Like that. Sh- tell me who we picked, but anyway. So let me ask you a question: When Tennessee jumped in front of us, did you get nervous?
1: I was a little worried. I, I didn't. I, I think Tennessee needed an interior lineman more than they needed a, a tackle. So I wasn't like in full blown panic mode, but I was a little bit concerned. Yes,
4: because it seems like uh, that happened. It happens quite often, especially recently, that we right someone jumps in front of us
1: and uh, kind of reminded we, me. Yeah, kind of reminded me of the Murray Chargers situation, and, and and it was funny for the Chargers. I was like, pick Zion Johnson, say Zion Johnson, and and that's who I had them picking anyway on my mock. And I was like, plus I wanted them to pick him for the Saints, and so I was like say Zion, and then they said it. So I, I, I says, thank you for sticking with me on that point. Yeah.
4: Uh. It was I don't know. It was oh it, it, it's fantastic, dude. And, and if we get uh, Bryce Hall, or I, I don't know, how you pronounce his, yeah, his Brees name, it. Yeah, Breeze Hall. I Bryce. mean,
1: I I want him, but uh, you know, again, I would be happy with either safety or him. Uh, and a lot of people are high on the tight end. If they if they want to go with the tight end, I you know I love tight ends, So these safeties and tight ends are my two favorite positions and. And um and, and if they get either one of those three or Hall, I'll be ecstatic. Yeah.
4: So yeah. Um so like if they would have took Trevor Penny right before us, who do you think that we would have?
1: I think really think they would have traded back. I really believe that. Now, I could be fooling myself, but in, in, in his interview, um he um after the draft last night, he kind of suggested that that was going to happen, the head coach. So I I think uh, it was the head coach. It wasn't the GM, Mickey. But I I think that um, he kind of suggested they were going to trade back, or at least that was going to be a possibility.
4: So I read a a mock draft uh, yesterday that said um, if we were to stay at 16, it was either 16 or 19, that they would have took Dotson, from Penn State. Now, like, I don't know. That dude has, like, draft bus
1: written all over him. I, I wasn't high on him because, to me, he's like another version of Mighty Mouse. Now, he's a little bigger than Mighty Mouse, but I, I, I don't I don't think that's what – I think the Saints needed what they got, a route runner and a guy with deep threat. Uh, a deep, yeah, you know. So, I, I think um, Wes works better. Like when
4: the commanders traded with us, that, that's who they took. And of course, you know it's it's Washington, right? I mean, I don't know. To me, it's just like I, I didn't want nothing to do with that guy.
1: I don't know. I agree.
4: But, Anyways, it was, it's, it's,
1: it's it was exciting. good,
4: dude. I don't know. I I, I, just, I was really excited, but when that five minute commercial came on, right, my blood was boiling.
1: Yes, Tell my we uh, yes, I um uh, prob- traded. I probably should have right. popped in another blood pressure pill at that point. Yeah. Yes. All right, Kevin. Thank you. Take care. Again, the game hotline, 706-0111, 706-0111. Now, understand, obviously, the Saints know a lot more than we we know what their evaluations are. But more than that, they obviously have a way, you know, an idea or an I, the likelihood that they're going to sign a free agent safety. We don't know that so we, you know uh you know a lot lot of people been wanting the Saints to sign Tyron Matthew and if they sign Tyron Matthew, I'm I'll be elated. It's not that I don't want Tyron Matthew. I just want they need another safety. they have to in my mind, what they've done so far has been good but not good enough. you got to have one more safety. I love having PJ as a backup. I got no problem with um, no, you may not, um, I, 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 other than he might get suspended. But but they need another safety. So, personally, I would rather a veteran safety. To me, veteran um, having that experience is as is, is important at the safety position as any position on the field other than maybe quarterback. So, I, I, I think because you kind of are – one of the quarterbacks at a defense. So I would love, but they know if it's how realistic it really is to sign, whether it's Matthew or some other veteran free agent uh, safety. But they have to have a safety, have to. But When they go to, when August gets here or late July, whatever, late July, when they go to camp, they have to have another viable safety. And look, the guy that they signed from the Yucks that hadn't played in two years, Evans, if I remember correctly, um, that's Lanyap. He might end up being the answer at safety. We don't know, but we, you can't count on that right now. You know, that, that has to be Lanyap. That can't be well we're counting on this guy who hadn't played in two years. Of course the Vikings are. No, the Texans are. I said the Vikings. I had it in my mind the Vikings are, you know, the Viking the Texans essentially said, look, Stingley, uh, we're not we not counting these last two seasons. We we're drafting the guy from from two two three years ago, three seasons ago. And uh they might get him. I mean, um, the Texans had a very interesting draft because, remember, I ended up mocking Neil, thinking that he, he might could play guard because he did play some guard, knowing that they needed a guard really bad. So instead, they picked a cornerback and allowed and then kind of reached a little bit. But again, that was just a major need. I mean, I think Green was a very good player. And I think he was um, someone who had most people, almost everyone had going in the first round, like to the Cowboys or to the Titans, but just a little further down, you know, in the first round. A little further down in the first round. And they, um, they, they said, look, this is what we need, so this is what we're picking. And, you know, at some point, again, some of us get too tied up in the draft game. It's like I always try to remind myself, and I've I mentioned it on the air m- many times over the years. You know, if the Saints would have picked 41 in the first round, we'd have drilled him. Oh, that's a huge reach. And he turns out to be a great player. If the Saints would have picked Marquise Colston at the end of the first round, we'd have been saying, oh, what an awful pick. And then he'd have turned out to be arguably the best wide receiver in franchise history. So – Sometimes we can get a little too tied up maybe in the draft game as opposed to getting a good football player, and I think that's the situation with the Texans. They needed, they really needed an interior offensive lineman. They probably reached a little bit to get him, but that's what they needed, so they did it. They probably tried to trade down again. It just didn't work. Although with the flurry of trades, it seemed like they could have traded down again. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello.
5: You took your blood pressure medicine this morning? Oh,
1: man. Yes, I did. Yes, sir.
5: What, what, why, why are you letting a, a team that blew a 28-3 to uh, Super Bowl lead get your blood pressure high this morning, man?
1: Oh, man. Tony Gonzalez just wouldn't shut up. He just kept talking. It was kind of like... You know, it kind of brought me back to to, to, to uh, school many, 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 many years ago when, like, the teacher and the professor would just keep talking. It was like, "Shut up, cat! I need to leave." You know, that's what it felt like.
5: <laughs> it's, it's too much of a glorious Friday because I mean, your Astros won. You yeah. got your picks from the from the Saints. Yeah. But I was calling in. I'm gonna mention a name who I think is gonna be an absolute stud. Uh, that's gonna be a steal. That nobody's really talking about, and I want you, to, I want want your your opinion on him if the Saints were to draft him, and that person I'm talking about is is John Metchy. Now I know you're gonna say, well he had the knee injury, he might be Plastic Man 2.0, but I think he's gonna come back healthier than ever from his injury, and I think he's gonna come back with a fire lit underneath him. And I think he's gonna be. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, this is. If he doesn't get injured, he's probably a top five pick, you know, or at least a top ten pick, if uh, if he doesn't get get injured. But I want I want your opinions on that. And I, I, I I've been wanting to thank you for introducing me to something. Foot. What's that? cinnamon pop tarts and butter on top oh. man if, if heaven had it if, if if heaven had a taste i think that's what it would taste oh, like buddy
1: man is it good
5: yes sir but yes. what's your opinion if the saints were to 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 drive john Metcha or whoever drafts him you know because i know if you go to my cowboys i'd i'd be happy with him replacing uh amari cooper you know i know i know he had that knee injury but Joe Burrow had a knee injury, and, and he come back from it with the way technology is these days, you know. What would be your thoughts if the Saints would draft him?
1: All right, I'll answer off the air. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Um, no, again, we. it seemed like he called. Or may, maybe it wasn't him. Someone called about metchi a few weeks ago. Look, I think he's going to be a third-round pick. It's kind of what my expectations would be. I guess if he went towards the back end of the second round, it wouldn't shock me. I think uh, if they think he's healthy, I got no problem with him. Uh, I just think right now, right now, the Saints, after what we've been through the last two years, they can't take people coming off of injuries. I I just, I I wouldn't have a problem with someone else doing it. And again, that's why picking uh, Wes Chandler, Olave is was the you just they just can't take guys that have injury concerns right now like London and Williams and those guys might end up being great. I'm not I don't have any doubt. Drake London was the one that I was the most excited about. I just reading his skill set and draft profiles. But again, he, he's ha- he's got this history of injuries saints just can't mess with that so i think Mechie's gonna be a third round pick and i think he'll probably end up being a good pro i don't have an, a serious problem with him i just uh i just uh, saints cannot take people with injury histories right now he just been through too much the last two years with that all right we'll take a our time last time out of this hour come back finish out the first hour on this glorious Friday morning on The Game, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station.
0: It's not uncommon here on Footnotes for Kevin Foote's voice and his blood pressure to rise rapidly during the show.
1: The fat guys like you and me
0: need to be watching mop-up time just like the stars do. Sometimes it rises a little too high.
1: That is stupid, stupid.
0: Not to worry, we have EMT standing by just in case foot passes out. Back, Back to more, to more footnotes, footnotes on the game. 103.7 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station.
1: Welcome back to Footnotes. I want to remind you about the Greater Acadiana Heart Walk, which is going to take place tomorrow at River Ranch. The festivities begin at 8 a.m. Non-competitive walk begins at 9.15 a.m. For more information, visit greateracadianaheartwalk.org or contact Donna Ashcraft at heart.org. Man, if last night would have been bad, we'd all all of us Saints fans would have been Doing some heart walking, and um, I need to do it anyway. No question about that. But no, glorious day. We're celebrating. We've talked a little bit about looking forward, uh, what the Saints are going to do. I, I just, I just don't really believe in this quarterback stuff. Um, and I, again, I'm focused on two safeties, a wide receiver, or a tight end, and if they get one of those four, the glorious weekend for the Saints will continue let's hope so all right another hour to discuss and reflect and maybe even touch on a few other teams after this we'll be back on the game 1037 Lafayette 1041 Lake Charles Southwest Louisiana Sports Station
0: broadcasting live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette Two hours of sports talk like none other. Footnotes with your host, Kevin Foot.
1: Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. 1037 Lafayette 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. You can watch a simulcast on Stadium 32.3 or 133 on LUS Fiber. Again, the game hotline is 706 111 706-0111. If you would like to get in, uh give us a call. And look, we're we've been talking about the Saints, but if you want to, if you're a fan of a different team or you want to discuss the Jets or the Giants or whomever certainly feel free. Anything in the first round or what's going to happen today is certainly fair game. Uh, I understand that the Pelican fans were a little upset. Even Dennis Allen. I think it was kind of cool that when when you when they showed the Saints war room, they had a big go Pelican sign or some kind of Pelican sign. I think that's what it said. Go Pelicans, but um and Dennis Allen last night, you know, kind of lamented how they did. It was a great night for New Orleans, and the, from a Saints perspective, in that he was disappointed in in the result of the Pelicans and was really pulling for him. And look, I think the Pelicans did tremendous. I also think that the way I would look at it is it took a career game by Bridges the week the, in Game Five, and then a career game for the playoffs by a Hall of Famer in Chris Paul. I mean, no one had ever done what he did last night. And essentially, that's what it took because when under a minute to go was a one-possession game. The one-possession game with under a minute to go, and, and you had this Hall of Famer do something that's never been done in NBA history before and making all his shots. So, I mean, I just think at some point you just have to give credit to the number one seed. And and not get. I mean, I, know, I understand it hurts, but if I'm Lewis or a big Pelican fan, I would. Argue, you can only get so upset by that, because you could see uh, where they're going. Of course, if you know, if you want to talk about that or college baseball, <coughs> college softball, or high school softball or baseball, going to be there's so much going on on the high school scene that we haven't gotten to. Uh, again, we've got. Um, Got three teams in Sulphur in the public school state softball tournament, and we got four Acadiana area teams that are going to be playing here tonight. And then I think there's a pretty good chance all four could win. Got Eunice and Port Barry and and Bo Shane going to play today in the semifinals. Finals would be tomorrow. And then here locally, uh, we've got Northside Christian out of Crowley. We've got St. Thomas More, Notre Dame, and Opelousas Catholic all playing in the private school state softball championship at St. Julian Park in uh, in Broussard. So um, I think we'll be crowning at least two to three, I would think, state champions, but we'll see. Got to play the games. And then we've got some of them started last night, and quite a few, most are starting today, best of three second round playoff series or regional anyway and the whole because of the split are you know regional and second round all that becomes different for different teams but it's um it's um it's good and so we'll see how they'll uh, how those teams do and we'll be able to Talk a little bit, we'll you know reflect back on softball and see how the baseball teams and who's left standing after this week, and talk more high school baseball next week. But right now, most of what we're talking about is obviously the NFL draft. We're after round one, going into round two. If you would like to get in, um, um, again on the game hotline, it's seven zero six zero one one one. It was unbelievable to me and funny and ironic and amazing, whatever words you want to use. The fact that the Chiefs had two picks and the Packers had two picks and they both made their picks and neither one of them, none of the four picks were wide receivers. That's unbelievable. I mean, it really, like, I, I didn't, you know, some of us talked about both of them being wide receivers. I didn't really think that was going to happen. In fact, the guy from Purdue I had, I got that one right with the Chiefs. I I had them picking him, Korloffis or whatever his name is, from Purdue, the edge rusher. Um, and so I'm not shocked at both of them. But, I mean, like, how could not one of those four picks be a wide receiver? And it makes more sense for the, to me, for the Chiefs to not pick one than for the Packers to not pick one. I mean, you know me, I'm no big fan of Aaron Rodgers at all but he's got to be thinking cat what is it going to take for us to pick a quarterback i mean a wide receiver in the first round it's craziness uh now i don't know i don't have the whole second round in front of me i just have 33 to 49 there's going to be some there're going to be some good receivers in the second round maybe they'll get one in you know we've got um we've got sky Moore still available Christian Watson still available. It wouldn't shock me if Pickens, you know, goes in the second round. Some really like Pierce from Cincinnati. I think there's going to be at least four wide receivers taken in the second round. And maybe more than that. So, I think but I, I think at least four. All those guys look like second round picks to me. Uh and uh, and uh, you know, I don't I don't really think the Saints are gonna pick another wide receiver. Some people do. Some people want the Saints to double up. And again, if the if the Saints feel like that's important, I, I got, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm certainly not gonna be upset about it. Uh I really would prefer, though, a safety or a running back or even a tight. If you really want to help the passing game and you want to go tight end just in case you're worried about the progress that Troutman's made, and I know he hasn't made enough progress, and I know he was disappointing, but I still think he's going to be good. I, I know most most of you probably think I'm nuts, but 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 I still think he's going to be good. But if the Saints are worried about it and they want to go get McBride or another tight end, I really kind of thought they were going to pick a tight end with one of their fourth-round picks. Um, but, I'd, but I... Um, Uh, Now they don't have one. I don't know that they're going to pick a tight end in the second round because, again, understand most tight ends or that you pick rookie tight ends are useless that first year or close to useless, non-productive. So I wouldn't. um, I'm not really for it because they don't have any of their fourth round picks. But um, I guess it wouldn't be the end of the world either. All right, let's go to the game hotline. Hello.
4: Hey Kevin, sorry to call back. Um, so like the Packer fans, I always wanted to ask them. All the people that want us to draft a quarterback, I want to ask Packer fans: Would they rather have Jordan Love or a wide receiver? Anyways,
1: it's <clears throat> um, it's really unbelievable. Now look, I think they got good players, and what they they probably had Wyatt ranked really high, and they didn't buy this character issue. And they're like, man, how can we pass on this guy? But the Walker pick really surprised me. I I. Yeah. That's I mean, the like, one that really surprised if, me.
4: If Aaron Rodgers has, has, like, his homie at home, he must have thrown him in against the wall yes. or something Yes, <laughs> when that happened. Um, so when the Eagles and Saints, the trade first happened, I was kind of I w- I was upset because, like, um, I feel like you shouldn't draft, especially uh, trade, about three weeks, especially before the draft happens, you know, three weeks before a draft happens. And sure enough, because you never know what, what you're going to get, right? I mean, you have an idea of what you, who you want. Right. And hoping they fall. But anyway, so we traded again to 11, right? So, look, we traded uh, next year's first rounder, uh, the following year's second rounder, two-thirds this year, a fourth and a seventh to get the 11th uh, spot. Do you think that's, like, equal value?
1: But, but, but we didn't trade next year's first rounder. We got it this year.
4: 2023.
1: Right, but we got next year's first rounder this year.
4: Like, uh, yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 it, we didn't lose that first round pick. We just sped it up a little bit. I, I don't. I don't yeah. look. Look, would I prefer to have? And again, I'm calling them two well, like, fourth round wouldn't
4: you, picks. Wouldn't you, but, wouldn't you prefer to do the trap on, on the day of the. And do the trade on the day of the draft.
1: Yeah. It might not, you know, someone else might have done it. And then you wouldn't have anything. I, I don't I don't look. Here's the way I look at it. In this particular situation, the NFC is wide open. You gotta seize the oh, moment. And, and 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 injuries destroyed a team that I think could have gone to the Super Bowl last year. I know most of America doesn't believe that, but I believe the Saints believe that, and I certainly believe it. And 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 so they're trying to seize the moment. They're watching. They're watching the AFC get stronger every day, and the options for NFC to be. Uh, do you really believe the Saints think they can't beat the Bucks?
4: Oh well, yeah, they know they can't.
1: <laughs> so I mean, I I I I think this is the perfect year to go for. And um yeah. and I think they're, they're right. that's what they did, so I sure? I got no issue with it. Okay,
4: it's like they gave up a lot. You
1: know,
4: I don't know. Like I think they could have done well.
1: Possibly. They did, but again, we're starting to see that maybe uh, the Sears catalog guy wasn't Casper to quitter, or maybe it was, yeah, it Mickey, was Loomis Mickey Loomis after right? all. Yeah, maybe it was all Mickey Loomis, or, or at least partially okay, Mickey. Loom. Yeah, maybe it was an all. Casper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
4: because, like, you know, as soon as that trade happened with the Eagles, I'm like, it just clicked. It wasn't just Sean Payne. Yes. It, it, you know, it can't be. Anyways, they're you know, they they they, they got a good thing going on anyways. I, you know, you got to give it to them. They know what they want at least when they go for it.
1: They have a plan, so, like, you know, like Joey yeah. talked about last hour, the, the process. Now, we're not always going to agree with their process, but they have a way of doing things, and they they do it, and they, they like it. They go get it, and um, for the most part, it's worked out. I just wish they'd be figure out a way to be healthier, but hopefully that happens. Yeah. Right. Appreciate Start the call. Thank, thank you. you. Again, the game hotline is 706-0111, 706-0111. I 111 um, I – Again, the, the, the Chiefs Packer thing was fascinating. Uh the Ravens, man, they were all over the place. The Ravens. But um not shocking the players that they got. It seemed like they got good players. And so if I was a Raven fan, I'd be I'd be pretty excited. Um and you know, I I am not obviously in New York City, but I gotta believe as bad as the Giants and the Jets have been over the last five or six seasons, I mean, it seemed like they went five for five. Like, now, look, I mean, they were picking guys in the top, what, 12 or 13, so you should go five for five. But um, but I think they did. I I'm not a huge edge rusher guy. But the, you know, Johnson was pretty good. Now, again, I had Johnson going thirteen in my mock to the Texans, and 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 they ended up trading out of that position. But no, it is. Um, I thought as as we thought, I thought it was a very fascinating first round. Again, I don't think it's top heavy. I don't. I don't think, you know, all those guys would be. These they're not like. Um you know, mega, mega, mega impact players in the top five picks. But I think that they – it was solid, and offensive linemen, you know, are not pretty, and they're not exciting, but they're, you know, they're certainly needful. And um, some teams did some – the smart thing. Now, again, I really think Seattle, who picked Cross, I really think Seattle – is gonna trade up and get a quarterback here. But if the if if they don't, then they're looking at two picks, one at forty and one at forty one right now, and they can get two really good players. Again, not top in first round guys, but two really good players and kinda of help to turn around their their fortune. So we'll see how they play it. All right. It's time for a timeout. We'll take it, come back, break down more what Maybe this would be available for the Saints in the second round next on the game. 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station.
0: Do your loved ones run for cover when watching a game with you? Then Footnotes is the show for you. Time for more Footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station.
1: Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin foot on the game, 1037, Lafayette 104, 1 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Wanna remind you if you would like to win a $50 gift certificate to Reshard Seafood Patio. All you need to do is go to the website, join the game clubhouse. You might win. A $50 gift certificate to Richard Seafood Patio in Abbeville where you could eat some of the best bald crawfish, bald shrimp, bald crabs, fried and grilled seafood, po'boys, burgers, steaks, all kinds of great food, and a seafood buffet at Richard Seafood Patio in Abbeville. So go sign up for the clubhouse today. Again, the game hotline, 706-0111. Seven zero six zero one one one. If you would like to get in and um, look forward to maybe what you want in the second round, or or you know uh, some, I, I think the Jets did tremendous. Just talking to someone, texting someone who's t- who texted me and said they they think the Jets draft was overrated. We'll see. I mean, that's all part of the whole draft process. I um. I think they did very well. I think the Giants did very well. I think the Ravens did very well. I I haven't broken, you know, I I think I like, you know, who Seattle picked. Um but they they only had one pick. They got multiple picks today. We'll see how 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 that plays out. I mean, uh Lloyd dropped a little bit more than I thought, but again, safeties and linebackers or linebackers are, then it's not quite where running backs are but it's it's getting to the point where it's there it's almost getting treated like people don't like linebackers um and people don't really like safeties you know Hamilton dropped further than than some people or quite a few people thought that he would and um We'll see how good I mean it seems like he's a good player now you know it was pointed out to me I got reminded a few times that Notre Dame is on the Saints list and we we have we haven't we're we haven't talked as much about that as we used to. We used to really talk about that a lot on the show but uh it is true like Penn State over the years, Michigan over the years. And Cesar Ruiz is not really helping that yet. But for a long, long time, Michigan, Penn State, and Notre Dame, you just – my mind was stay away – if you're the Saints, stay away from those guys. Uh, They they, – with very few exceptions, they have not treated the Saints well over the course of the franchise. You know, Bruce Clark was a – was an acquisition – wasn't a draft, but – they acquire him, and he did real well for the Saints. He was a great player, but not a lot else. And, again, the Saints picked Cesar Ruiz, and for the most part, he's not met up. Now, I haven't given up on Caesar Ruiz. I'm, I'm way too glass-half-full for that. And and I, I think this is a critical year for Caesar Ruiz, for, for the Saints, no question. You know, critical year. And hopefully he makes some progress this year. But if he doesn't, it's going to be hard to argue with the whole Michigan-Penn State-Notre Dame thing. You know, the Saints had, um, was it Fane? They they picked up a center who was a free agent who did pretty good. Oh, and also Michigan, uh, they got a free agent Michigan, um, signed a free agent center from Michigan. But, but I'm talking about in the draft, they – very, you know, Irv Smith from Notre Dame did okay. We talked a little bit about him yesterday, but certainly overall was a little bit of a disappointment as a first-round pick. Never became the playmaker that you you hope you get out of a – I mean, you don't draft a tight end in, in the first round to block. You can get a blocking tight end as an undrafted free agent. You don't need to draft one in the first round. Um, and so, again, that's why I'm a little hesitant. About the Saints picking McBride, it's you know some people are really high on him, the tight end on a Colorado State. But he bet he better be a big time big time receiver. You know, if you're going to pick a tight end in, in the first or second round, they've got to be able to to be a major impact in your passing game. Or to me, that's just not a good. And and I'm a tight end guy. But but you got to be able to do that. And so hopefully. Um, Man, we're at the point where we trust him, yes, but um, I'm, I'd am i be a little leery. But again, I certainly love the, the concept of picking a tight end. All right, so I think Willis and Ritter are going to be gone uh, before the Saints pick at 49. I don't know about Sam Howe and Matt Corral. I certainly wouldn't shock me. But I don't know that either one uh, is going to be going by the time the Saints pick. I tend to sit, think no, but but I but I think Willis and Ritter will be picked. I I hope Brees Hall is not picked. You know, if this works out like a dream for me, which I don't expect to happen. Okay, but if the if either Brisker or Petrie are available and Hall. It will be very interesting to me to see who the Saints pick. Just like to David's point, if Penning had been picked by the Chargers or the Titans, I think the Saints would have traded back. But if not, I mean, really, do you have who would they have picked right there? I mean, that's a fascinating question, and they may never tell us the truth, but I think they'd have traded back. The problem is trading back right there. Who? What would anybody? What would anybody want right there to trade up? I don't. I don't know. We'd have to totally analyze it. And again, it's something we may not know. But I hope that happens. I hope the Saints have the option of picking either Brisker. I, I think Petrie's going to be gone before the Saints pick at forty nine. But we'll see. I think Brisker has a chance to be there. And I think Hall's going to be gone. So I really think of those three that I really want, I think Brisker's the only one that that could be there. Um, But again, we'll see. Wide receivers is the other kind of wild card in this. I think Christian Watson will be gone by then. I think Pickens could be gone by then. I think Pierce would be there. But again, I, I hope they're all gone. And Sky Moore. So I hope there are four wide receivers. If they can get two quarterbacks, four wide receivers, two to three defensive tackles, at least one linebacker, because I think Dean will be gone by then, and... Um, you know, like two or three edge rushers, and I think we got a fighting chance of one of these guys that we want um going. Um, we'll see. And maybe even two offensive tackles. Um, the offensive tackle from Minnesota, the Golfers, I think is gonna be gone, and I think Raymond could be gone unless his medical issues are um, unless his medical issues are, are real. All right, let's go to the game hotline. Hello.
6: Hey, good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning, man. Listen, man, I got I got two things. I'm a, I'm going to address the first round picks and then I'm a, and then I'm going to make my comment about the uh second round. Uh first off, when when the Saints traded up at 11 uh I actually thought they were trading up to get Kyle Hamilton. Uh I didn't see them and I know I was big on Olave. Uh, that was my guy, so I was happy with the pick. I was ecstatic with the pick. But when they traded up, I didn't think they were trading up to get him. I thought they were trading up to, to, to get the the top safety. Uh which which I, I thought. I did been too. In fact we're gonna... like the, the same thing that happened with Lattimore, you know, when when, when we uh when Lattimore kinda fell to us and I was like, you know, it, that would be an amazing fit for the Saints, uh, being that we lost the two safeties. Uh, but you know they got Olave, so I'm very ecstatic with that. I just I just don't know if I would have traded away. But we traded away to move from 16 to 11, just just to nab him, you know, because you, you still could have gotten a, a pretty good wide receiver at 16. Uh, the pinning pick was was a was an excellent pick because it filled the need definitely what we needed at, at the left tackle position. Uh, now moving forward into the second round. I do feel that, and you and I have have talked, have spoken about that before. I do believe that running back is a major need that this, that this team has. I know a lot of people don't don't see that, but but after uh, Kamara, th- there's no one else. I mean, I know I know Mark Ingram is still there, but he he's an aged player. So, you, how much can you actually get from a Mark Ingram? You know, aside from a little bit of energetic. You know, uh, energy and 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 the team leadership that he brought when he came onto the team last year, you really didn't see much from him uh, on the team. Now maybe that may change with 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 another full year.
1: Full well, off, and, yeah, then, and, and he's in, been in the, injury in prone. He's been injury prone too. So I, and look, I I was impressed. He actually played better last year than I thought. But he is still injury prone, and he was not there at the end. And I, I just I, I don't I, he's line up to me. I don't think you can count on him.
6: Exactly. Exactly. So I think they need to address the running back position, uh, early, earlier rather than later. And I know you can get a lot of these guys, these uh undrafted free agents, you know, diamond and the rough type of guys to kind of fill a need in their running back position. But uh, you know, if you got an opportunity to get one of these guys at forty nine, man, you you go ahead and take the opportunity. Uh, but we'll see. It's been fun. Uh, I tell you what. Uh, Dennis Allen has definitely made a splash in his first year and and and, and his first draft is is an A plus for me. So uh, let's see what, what we could do moving forward with the rest of the draft. I don't believe the tight end. To your, to I know you, I know you love the tight ends. I don't believe the tight end is the way to go. Second round, uh, purely for the fact that we got a starter in Tropman now he has to step up but he he has proven that he can get open in the nfl he he's an amazing blocker so uh, he just has to put it a full year together and and and, and we'll see what that could look like especially with Jameis Winston. right you know we had a lot of, we had a lot of we had a lot of puzzle pieces last year and we didn't just put the pic, we didn't put it together
1: right i so agree let's see
6: what the picture looks like when we got michael thomas Chapman, you yes. know, and all the pieces that we have I playing agree. at the same
1: time. I agree. Great call, as always. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right,
6: y'all
1: have a good one. Bye bye. Um, no, again, I'm a tight end guy, and I love tight ends. But but I, I I'm not for picking a tight end in the second round. I'm not going to be upset if they really like him that much, and and other uh, options are not as good to them. I'm not going to be upset. But I I don't I don't endorse picking a tight end in the second round right now. I think I think with Pete, who a lot of people hate and with Ruiz, who a lot of people hate, and Troutman, who a lot of people hate, I think you just have to trust those guys. And if a year from now they still haven't gotten it done and, and, and you want to move on, I, I, I'll get it. But right now where the Saints are, in my mind, you got to trust those three guys that they're going to get better. And it, it's hard to judge just about anybody on offense for what that offense went through last year. It was – it really, to me, is probably a little short-sighted and unfair to judge anyone on that offense because it was a disaster show injury-wise. It just was. Uh, From, you know, people forget about the second game of the year in Orneville. They didn't even have a team. They didn't have none of their coaches. They were missing starting linemen. It was – that was not an NFL football game. It wasn't just the Dolphins. The Saints played two to three games last year that were not NFL football games. I mean, it was just awful complete nightmare stuff. So I think you got to put all that behind you and just maybe tweak um your criticism of some of those guys just a hair because it, it, that 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 was that was not it, those were things that no one had ever been through before. So not not good. All right. Let's um take a time out, come back and have more fun. Discussing the Saints' great first round and looking forward to round two on this glorious Friday on the game 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station.
0: Here on Footnotes, you may not always exactly hear what you want to hear, but you will hear what you need. And of course, I got all these.
1: Oh, you're an idiot. Know, what kind of safe fan are you look i'm not telling you what i want to happen i'm telling you what's gonna happen what more than likely is going to happen back to more of the
0: sports talk you need to listen to with footnotes on the game 1037 lafayette and 1041 lake charles southwest louisiana's, southwest louisiana's sports station, sports station.
1: Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. 1037, Lafayette, 1041, Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station. Again, the game hotline 706 0111. 706 0111. Astros tonight. First pitch, 6 o'clock. Man, tonight is going to be crazy. 6 o'clock, Cajun softball starts against Coastal Carolina at Lamson Park. Astros played a Blue Jays in Toronto, and you can hear that game on News Talk 985 FM. And of course, the NFL draft starts at 6 o'clock. So I'm going to be at a game, following a game, and trying to follow and try to follow the draft. Uh for two reasons. One, uh, it's possible Max Mitchell could go tonight. Probably not in the second round, but it's certainly possible we could go in the third round. Uh, I've been thinking all along, third, maybe fourth round. We'll see how that plays out. Um, So you got to follow it for those reasons, plus just the general interest. And um, I got a text in the break from my daughter Riley, the Astro fan, who says, all right, enough talking about the NFL draft. I was like, next week you might get that. Not this week. It is a glorious Friday. She doesn't get it, but it is a glorious Friday. Now, it's glorious because she's an Astro fan. Astros had a great victory. And um they won three out of four at Texas. And now you just got, you know, again, the goal, the first goal when you especially when you play a really good team like the Blue Jays on the road. And look, the when the Blue Jays won the series over the Astros this past weekend, that's the first time in a long time. That the Blue Jays have beaten the Astros in a series. Um, but the Astros avoided the sweep thanks to Jeremy Peña and hopefully they can avoid the sweep again this weekend and if they do, I'll be very happy coming out of that little um road trip to the to to Texas and Toronto. All right. Again, the game hotline 706-0111 706 Oh one one one. Let's go back to the game hotline. Hello.
5: Hey, Foot Martin again. I have one quick question. Uh, I don't know if you had caught like the uh, the pre-draft special that they had. I think it was on ESPN. I was watching, and uh, I just so happened to catch. I know you like uh like pointing out players with with great names and football names and everything. They have this one guy. I think he's a DB out of over. His name Smoke monday what you think about that buddy and i'm gonna hang up and listen right. and y'all have a good weekend and enjoy the rest of the drive buddy
1: you too Appreciate you it. too no that is i i have run across that name you know just during the games and in the draft coverage uh it, it you know it's it's certainly a top tenor. i mean it is no that is a great name i mean a great name they got another one of these names that's interesting not as cool as that name but uh the um defensive end or defensive lineman pass rusher from um from the golfers um what is his name boy moffy boy moffy kind of an interesting name there so no th- there's some there's some great names olave is a great name of course i won't i'll be calling him west chandler a lot but um um is, is 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 a great name as well there there were a couple of really good ones last night but no that was that is um, certainly a classic name for sure. Um, again, the game hotline is 7060111. 7060111. I I think that I think that the other guy that could go in the second round, you know, I think some positions. Teams are more willing to take it at a little bit of a smaller school, although this school's not really that small anymore. Uh, Woolen, the cornerback from Texas San Antonio, he is really big. And he's a guy that I think, um, let's see, what's his size? He's 6'4, 205. So, he might be a little, um, you know, a question mark because he's not coming from the Clemsons and the Floridas and the LSUs like so many of these other cornerbacks that were taken high. But, man, a six four cornerback with some speed is very appealing. And so it wouldn't shock me if he went in the second round as well. And hopefully – You know, I I love cornerbacks in general, but I think the Saints are okay at cornerback right now. Maybe the best in the history of the franchise, I would argue. So they don't need that. So I'm hoping him, if I'm trying to get three or four cornerbacks to go before 49, and maybe the Saints can get the safety or the running back that I think they need. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello.
7: Kevin. Yes, sir. uh, You brought a, a chuckle to my face. When I heard you say Chris Olave is not a primadonna,
1: yeah, I don't think he is.
7: Every wide receiver is a primadonna.
3: <laughs> oh, come on
7: now, wide Jules. not everyone. Prima donna. He's been a primadonna since he was a sophomore in high school. <laughs> come on, Kevin. Every you know every wide receiver. I don't is a think prima every.
1: Donna. I think most are, but I don't think everyone is
7: and then uh i also got a little chuckle when you were talking about uh uh Caesar Ruiz when you said uh because i'm a half glass full guy well when i hear you say that what i hear is because i'm delusional <laughs> so, <laughs> that's that's what i read when uh when you say that so well, you, but you still uh Have hope out for Marcus Davenport, correct?
1: Oh, I think he's big time. Uh, Well,
7: I don't don't, uh, really pay attention uh, to the NFL. I listen to to you every now and then, but I knew you'd be talking about the draft, although I can can say I didn't watch one second of it. I had baseball on, so... uh,
1: Well, my Astros beat the Rangers, so the schedule worked out perfectly for me. I was able to... um,
7: yeah, well, they had a bunch of day games yesterday, man. It was like eight of them.
1: Man, Verlander looks good, Jules. I, I, yeah, I really, I didn't I, think he would I look saw this good. I the box score. I didn't yeah. see
7: the game because the Red Sox were playing, and that's a whole other story. But uh, yeah, he looks like right now he's as good as uh, any starter in baseball.
1: There's just I, I, I try. I'm trying to temper my enthusiasm about it because I think there are a lot of guys. That are not hitting well, and I, I want to wait maybe to get into June. And if he's still pitching anywhere like this into June, then I'll really get excited because I think you know just like you know the Astros, so many of them until this are, are hitting zero something or one something. It hasn't leveled <laughs> Tell off me about yet. It. it hasn't leveled <laughs> off yet.
7: Boston, Boston is starting six guys on a regular basis hitting below two hundred. Six. Below two hundred, and unless Travis Shaw got a hit yesterday, I don't know. He's 0 for April. Still
1: old for April. But my guy Alex Verdugo's <laughs> doing okay, huh? What's that? Verdugo is he doing okay? It seemed like he's doing okay.
7: He's he's doing okay. He's one of the couple of bright spots. Him and Bogarts although Bogarts is uh, I think he's leading the league in average and. Close to the top, and hits. but everything is a single. He, he's not he's not uh, driving in any runs. But then again, that's because they never have anybody on base. <laughs> 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 it's it's bad. I mean, their offense right now is non-existent. I mean, the pitching is no. Uh, that's what's keeping them in the games. But you know, they, their bullpen is too. Uh, it, it's not reliable. Uh, it's going to you
1: know, come it's, around. It's going to come a, around. You get
7: a couple of guys who give you scoreless innings, but then somebody comes in and walks the first two batters, and then hits another guy. That's what happened with this uh, Phillips Valdez the other day. When I hear that name, I always think of a uh, sounds like a an oil tanker that went aground, yes. Phillips Valdez. Yes. So. <laughs> It's bad. Hang but in there; anyway. it's still early. Just wanted to uh, touch base. And hey, how about uh, Pittsburgh taking Bobby Scott?
1: I couldn't Maybe believe he's it. Not
7: Bobby Scott. Maybe he's Dan Marino.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think he's Dan Marino. I don't think he's Dan Marino.
7: <laughs> All right, Kevin. Keep All right. Take care.
1: Work. Thanks, Jules. I don't All think. Righty, I, uh, take care. I, I don't think he's Jefferson Street Joe Gilliam either. I mean, again, I, I, I. If you told me the Saints were going to take one, which one would you want? I'd have said Bobby Scott, but, but, which is Kenny Pickett. For those of you, and Jules just got off the line, and he was the one that, and I think it was just priceless. I loved it. I've always thought Bobby Scott's the funniest guy ever. Every time I say his name, I just laugh. I, I just think it's the funniest name ever. But anyway, no um, what? do I? I said, no
4: matter what.
1: Your mic isn't working. I see that. <laughs> Jules, no, Jules He gave us that priceless uh, Bobby Scott. But no, I, I would, I would take Pickett over any of them. But I didn't want any of them. And really, let, let and even Mike D'Antilla said it a couple of hours ago. He said the majority of the teams he talked to in the NFL did not had zero quarterbacks with first. There was not a first round quarterback. I still totally astonished that the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, took Bobby Scott in the first round. I cannot believe it.
3: No, not so ever.
1: I don't know what happened. Your mic is not working. Anyway, we got to take a break. Anyway, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back, finish out today' show on this glorious Friday. On the game, 103.7 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station.
0: Time to open up the vault for the games this day in sports history. April 29th, 1980. The New Orleans Saints selected Colorado offensive tackle Stan Brock with the first selection of that NFL's draft brock would play 13 seasons with the franchise that was this day in sports history we now return to the game 1037 lafayette and 1041 lake charles southwest louisiana's sports station
1: Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Want to remind you, Mr. Lester's Steakhouse. If you would like to win a $150 gift certificate to Mr. Lester's Steakhouse, you simply need to join the game clubhouse by going to 1037 thegamecom or 1041 thegamegotcom today. So go sign up today, uh, and put yourself in position to win that great prize. All right. An exciting kind of relieving stress Friday. We've been, at least I and many of you have been all concerned about what the saints were going to do and the saints did chalk. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you all involved with the saints from Dennis Allen to Ireland to Loomis, all, all the people involved and um, hopefully they will, um, please me and many of you again, what, what goes on in the second round it wouldn't, I mean, I don't know that they got anything left to trade. <laughs> I was going to say it would, but never surprises me when the Saints trade up, but it would not also upset me if they traded down and maybe picked up, a, um, recouped that third or fourth round pick. That would be tremendous as well. Uh, anyway, we're all, we've all got smiles on our face. So that's a good thing. Y'all have a nice. Weekend.